Hey, it's Steph, and this is my point of view on football. The football podcast for people who know nothing about football. Let's get it. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Steph. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've fallen way behind in recording. I was doing so good. Um, Life, you know? But... So this is going to be a recap of a couple of my personal highlight games, my favorite games for the first official week of college football, the highlights, the lowlights, maybe some of the stuff in between, you know, but uh, what's new in my life, you ask? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Well, um, I'm in the process of moving because my landlord suddenly decided to sell the condo that I live in, so super fun. And, but on a brighter note, I just joined my first fantasy football league for whatever reason, when I was like researching tips and strategies, I kept wanting to Google final fantasy football league. That just tells you when I grew up. Um, but I'm super pumped about that. I got Nick Chubb in the first round. He was my top pick and I got him. So he better not get hurt. And my tips for fantasy drafts, have a full beverage on hand at all times because it gets really stressful. Write out your top picks so you don't forget. And it's way more fun if you do it with friends. I actually um, went to a local bar here because my friend Richie was bartending. So I had his phone and my phone and I was picking his people, picking my people. One of the customers thought I was like a big Vegas better. I'm like, no, this is for free. But so that was super fun. Um, but for right now, you know, obviously I'll keep you updated on how well I picked for me and for him. See whose team's better. But for right now, let's talk about college football. First official week. Tennessee State at Notre Dame. TSU at Notre Dame. This was a game I so wish I could have been at in person. I believe it's the first time Notre Dame has hosted an HBCU, so you already know the halftime show was lit with a marching band. Just watching it, the vibe seemed immaculate, and I wish I was there. But whatever. Um, What happened? This was another warm-up game for the Irish, let's just be real. They made rugs out of the Tigers. Final score, 56-3. to the Notre Dame defense did an excellent job of stopping the offense from ever getting a touchdown. This is the first time since 1975 that they've been able to keep the opponents from scoring a touchdown in the first two games. They did that. Howard Cross applied some major pressure on the QB, forcing two interceptions, one that was ran into the end zone for a pick six by Clarence Lewis. And Cross also led the team in tackles with six. So, he kicked ass and took names that day. Tennessee's only points came in the first quarter when their kicker, James Lowry, made a 38-yard field goal. They didn't score the rest of the game. Yikes. Um, The Notre Dame offense, again, was near perfect with Sam Hartman and Audric Estime leading the way. Hartman threw for 194 yards, completed 14 of his 17 pass attempts, and had two touchdowns, one from a pass and one that he rushed in himself while doing like a 
somersault. So that <laughs> was kind of that was kind of dope. Um, Estime ran for 116 yards with 13 carries and had two touchdowns. And then Jaden Thomas had four receptions for 62 yards. And Notre Dame also put in their backup QBs. You know, why not? Get them get them worked out. Second string, Steve Angeli, which, by the way, Steve Angeli, that just sounds, doesn't that just sound like an old school NFL player's name? Like Joe Montana, Steve Angeli. Like they, they sound like they belong in the same era, but never mind. <laughs> I just had to get that out because I have felt that way about him ever since I heard his name. And I'm pretty sure he's a freshman. I can't remember. Um, anyway, he completed eight of his 11 passes for 130 yards and had two touchdowns. And, and then third string, Kenny Minchie was two for two with 12 passing yards. So they all got in some work. It's good to see that your backup QBs can still perform just as well as your primary because you never know what could happen. So that's comforting. And then running back Jeremiah Love also had a touchdown as well as receivers Jabron Payne, Jadarian Price, Chris Tyree, and Holden Stays. Next week, Notre Dame plays NC State. And this will be their first real test of the season. So let's see if they can keep this momentum going. And it's also going to be their like first official away game. So they're going to be on the road with their first test. I don't know what you guys think. Any predictions? And uh, because of this dominating win, Notre Dame has jumped up the ranks from number 13 to number 10. So let's see if they can keep moving on up. But the next... The second game that stood out for me majorly, Colorado versus TCU. Coach Prime. Let's talk about it after this break. All right, now this is the game everyone is talking about. Colorado versus TCU. Colorado has a new head coach, none other than Dion Primetime Sanders. Yes, the the man who I was saying is my favorite of all time. The man with the bright smile. The man who is literally a winner wherever he goes. And Coach Prime has totally revitalized the Colorado University football program. He showed up and showed out with the biggest upset of the week, topping TCU 45-42 to on the road. Okay. That's a lot. Dion's son, who's the starting quarterback, Shadur, 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 I think Shadur, Sanders, threw for a school record of 510 yards with four touchdowns. The game-winning touchdown was a 46-yard reception to true freshman Dylan Edwards with just over four minutes left in the game. This was a, I don't know what either of their defenses were doing because that's way too many points for anybody to have. What is happening? Um, TCU was actually the national championship runner-up last year and started the season ranked at number 17. They're not in the top 25 anymore, just throwing that out there. I believe Colorado is, though. I forgot to check that, but I think Colorado has entered the ranks. 
Edwards had a total of three touchdowns, including a 75-yard touchdown in the first minute of the second half. Hunter, a wide receiver transfer from Jackson State, had 11 catches for 119 yards. And Sanders completed 38 of his 47 pass attempts. And the Buffaloes had four receivers with over 100 yards each for the first time ever in their school history. It was Hunter, Edwards, Horn, and Weaver. All of them. All of them. Over 100 yards. Colorado led the game until the third quarter when TCU quarterback Morris threw a 23-yard touchdown to Dylan Wright to put them ahead 28-24 to with three and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Then that started this game of back and forth where there were six consecutive possessions where the two teams just traded touchdowns, just back and forth, back and forth, and ultimately CU won the race. Man, Coach Prime, obviously there's a lot of hype of him coming to this program. Colorado's never really had a strong program. In fact, they've only had two winning record seasons since 2005, so no one ever really pays attention to them that much. Um, But Dion went in there. He brought in 87 new players to fill the roster. Like, he literally cut everybody. (laughs) And he straight up told them, he was like, you guys should enter the transfer portal. And I think he knows what he's doing because um, that roster that he completely cut, they only won one game last season. So, obviously, they weren't performing. And so, he brought in, like I said, 87 new players. He spent the majority of the summer getting around on a scooter with a boot on his left foot because he had multiple surgeries to remove blood clots and address issues with two of his toes, which he had cut off. And he took the boot off just prior to the game and led the team onto the field. I think there were a couple times he had to sit down, but I mean, the man only has eight toes, so give him a break. Next week, Colorado faces Nebraska, who also has a new coach, Matt Rule. So it's going to be the battle of the coaches. But I am so excited to see what Colorado does this season because they... (laughs) You know, Coach Prime, he talked a lot. He talked a lot, but you know what else he did? He walked it out. So he backed it up, and I'm very excited to see what the rest of the season looks like for them. All right, so those are my top two games this first official week of college football. But before I go, I forgot I haven't been doing fit checks. We need to do the fit checks. That's so important. As always, I will post them on our socials at Steph's POV Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter slash X. I feel like it has two names now. Um, so I want you to tell me who you think had the most drip. The objectively correct answer this week is Coach Prime himself. He had on a white Nike hoodie with Colorado in black, outlined in gold. The pouch on the hoodie was black with their school logo in gold. He had a big gold chain necklace and a cross cross necklace. Gold chain cross necklace. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, He had a fitted cap on white with their CU in black and gold. And then these super metallic like 
reflective sunglasses. So he definitely had the most strip. My cats are fighting. Hold on. <laughs> All right, now onto the players' fit checks. Let's start with TSU and Notre Dame. Notre Dame had their classic home uniforms, solid navy blue jerseys on top of gold pants. Their jerseys had white numbers and letters with a gold outlining Notre Dame symbol on the side of each shoulder. They have, I really like their cleats. They're like white and with a metallic gold sole. Same for most of their gloves. Both TSU and uh, Notre Dame have Under Armour uniforms. And then Notre Dame's helmets are a metallic gold with a gray face masks. Classic, timeless Notre Dame. <laughs> and then TSU, they had uh, white on white, all white, <laughs> with uh, their numbers and letters are in a navy blue. And then the numbers on top of the shoulders are in orange. And then they had white helmets, white face masks with the TSU logo. Out of this matchup, neither one has very exciting uniforms. They're just kind of regular schmegular but i if i had to choose which i do because that's what this is i would give it to notre dame just because of the helmets i feel like more college teams need to have shiny helmets i don't understand why we you know they make millions of dollars each year so why not just paint paint the dang helmets okay paint them a shiny color metallic something different these regular helmets are boring <sighs> Anyway, on to Colorado and TCU. So Colorado, they were white on white too. Both of these teams were Nike. Um, Colorado, though, has metallic gold numbers and letters outlined in black. And then their helmets are white with black face masks and their little buffalo logo on the side. TCU has like a royal purple jersey. With like a feather design around the collar, which I don't get because they're the horned frogs. So I guess I'd have to look at a horned frog and see if they have that on them because that makes no sense. But the numbers are metallic silver and then they had white pants, white helmets with purple face masks. This one, they're both a little bit flashier than the other team, like the other game. I know away uniforms are never like super exciting, but I think I'd have to give this one to TCU. They have a little razzle dazzle in there. I like the purple face masks and I like the silver numbers. I don't I feel like you don't see that that often. So I guess I'll give it to them. I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see uh Colorado's home unis because I have a feeling those are going to be sick especially if they're black with gold oof I'm excited <laughs> but anyways so TCU wins the fit check for their game and Notre Dame wins for theirs but that's it for today thank you for listening to another episode of Steph's POV football check out our Instagram Facebook X for highlight videos and fit checks and just random random stuff I feel like posting throughout the week I want you to let me know who had the most strip each game, what games you guys are looking forward to coming up. I just want to know anything. Anything you feel like you want to tell me, tell me.
As always, check out the show notes for our sources. And thank you to Danielle Johnson for the cover art. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. It really helps get us out there so we can find more people. But now this podcast is over. Please don't cry. Go on about your day. Get that boring task done you've been procrastinating on. You know the one I'm talking about. We'll see you next time. I love you. Bye-bye.